Good evening, one. Good evening, all. Welcome to this edition of the Legacy Showcase. I'm Brandon here, and tonight we got two and a half hours of good music, good conversation, and a good interview that's on deck and uh, on cue. Uh, Mr. Kenny Lattimore is supposed to be calling in in less than a minute at 8.05 at the top of the hour. Shout out to all you people out there in the Midwest, East Coast, worldwide, of course, brought to you by Next Legacy. Check out the website, nexxlegacy.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at nexlr. And you can hit me up as well throughout the night tonight at I Am Branded um, as we tweet and play music and do what we do, which is uh, provide nice interviews and have a lot of fun in between time so i want to shout out all you people once again from all the people that's been down with next legacy since day one and since you came on board for the most part so i'm glad everybody's here and as soon as we get mr kenny Lattimore on deck uh you know what i'm saying got a lot of questions um just just want to know what the guy's up to appreciate his music um and just overall just kind of just get his pulse and his uh his his deal as far as how he feel about the the entertainment business and 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 I feel like when 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 I actually ask this man some questions I'm I'm gonna come back because you know what I mean I'm gonna play for you which a lot of people get married to that song um, a lot of people have memories based on that song a lot of people have made babies off that song um, a lot of people have made babies off a handful of his music so I mean the responsibility in relationships. And, and and where does he see the evolution of music as well? Um, talking about that, um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna throw the relationship responsibilities as well. Does it correlate into into song because of those memories that I talked about? And we can discuss that. We can even discuss it after he's done with the interview. I mean. Does song play a, a factor into certain things when it comes to relationships and uh, things like that? I mean, because I, I think for the most part, when a lot of a lot of people listen to Kenny Lattimore's music, um, I really and truly feel that when it comes down to it, it's just like I said for you. A lot of people have those memories, those moments, the the wedding songs, the wedding dance, uh, this, that, and the other. So. Um, I, I just kind of, I just kind of feel like when it comes to music, you just want to have songs that will withstand the test of time and that will create these uh, memories that will last a lifetime. And and as I put my guest on right now on uh, Legacy Showcase, he is brought to you by KennyLattimore.com. You can make sure you go ahead and check out his website and more, and you can follow him on Twitter like I did, and all you people out there should, which is at Kenny Lattimore on Twitter. And uh, should, should I, I should call him like. The, the the guru of music uh you can you can call him the, the 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 wedding expert planner i guess you could say with a lot of his songs being you know walked across the aisle in the whole deal and i have mr kenny Lattimore live on legacy showcase mr Lattimore, sir what's happening what's happening man it's, it doing? is a good evening and i hope your evening is going great too i'm doing fantastic i'm actually traveling tonight I'm going to be in the Bay Area at Yoshi's, uh, which is a great intimate uh, venue where I can uh, showcase some of my music to, uh, on tomorrow night and Saturday night. And, and Saturday. So I'm on my I will way be there. there. 
I will be there for the Saturday one, sir, and 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 we can oh, start awesome. with that too. So Yoshi's people out there that's in the Bay Area, you can go ahead and check this man out for the next couple nights, um, starting with Friday night and Saturday, of course. Uh, two nights. Yeah. How many? How many shows? Four shows total, and this Four is actually shows. the least the least amount that I've ever done at Yoshi's, which is which is kind of cool, only because uh, I, I give a lot in the shows, and I uh, right wear myself out actually <laughs> uh, so every every show this time because it's only four is going to be pretty pretty spectacular I think um, because I know that I have the energy to give it all because uh, usually man we would start on a Thursday it used to be back in the day we would start on a Thursday and we I remember the night until that Sunday right by the time Sunday came your voice was like oh man I'm so tired just because you know the voice is it's just a muscle and uh, we have to be very careful with it. Thank God for classical training and all that, because I don't think I would have a voice uh, that could withstand that many shows back to back to back. And then don't go to Japan. Oh, my God, in Japan you do even more shows. You do like 12 or something like that. <laughs> you know what? That, oh, that, that's what I heard. I know it's – I know it's, uh, it's. but it's a lot of energy, in it, and that's one question that I want to ask you, it Kenny. Is. Like when, yeah. it, when, when, it, when it comes to that and you give a piece of yourself or if not more every show that you do, like, I mean, what, what makes you continue to just keep, keep plugging along and just adding on to your legacy as you go through show to show and song to song and album to album? Wow, thank you. I guess it's really the interaction with the fans. It becomes like a conversation to me. And uh, what I love about intimate venues is when the audience really knows the material. They know uh, obscure songs that weren't the big hits for you and all that, the things that they've loved that they've picked up from, from your history. And when they throw that out, you can't help but to have a great conversation because it's really about people who are knowledgeable about the things that you've done. And it triggers memories. The music right. triggers different kinds of memories as well as to uh, what you were writing about, what you were experiencing at the time, to who you were with, to where you were. To, I mean, just everything. Music is just a great sensory uh, mechanism that just brings back so many great memories. When you have when you have uh, fans of yours, or even colleagues, or even people that you you you've known and grown intimate with uh, throughout your 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 lifetime, as far as your music career, you have mm -hmm. uh, you have people that will, will will tell you, you know what, Kenny, I I, I walked down the aisle with four years, <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 I know you've had that millions and millions of times. So how how does that make you feel, man? At the at the end of it all, that you you you've you've basically had a, a massive hand in, in, in mm. ushering in uh, marriages and things like that. Yeah, it's quite an honor, and uh, it's very interesting because then I know that I will be a part of someone's life and their story forever. Uh, right. like I become a part of a family member almost. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's definitely quite an honor. Um, music is the soundtrack to our lives, so uh, it, it just makes me feel great. It was uh, totally a song that was authentic. It was one of my buddy's wedding songs uh, that I grew up with, um, my, my buddy from high school. He, he actually wrote it for his wife. Mm -hmm. So we didn't put it together with the intention that it would be a big wedding song, if you will, or a commercial right. wedding song, as much as it was just a beautiful, true, authentic statement of love that he had given to his woman, and I wanted to sing it. So uh, the, the scary part for me was really recording it initially because I wanted to make sure that it was uh, that the performance was worthy of how well the writing was. 
and the sentiment of the song. And once we got all of that in order, and it was thanks to um, Barry Eastman and the writer Kenny Learham, um, the rest of it just, I think people just felt the, the truth in it. When, when you do have songs like that, and Kenny Lattimore is our guest on Legacy Showcase, when you have songs like that particular song, and when you do go into the studio and you record it, um, do you, I mean, is there a lot of pressure that comes along with it? Or, I mean, because, correct me if I'm wrong, and to me, I think this is what separates you from, you know, a lot of other people that is really trying hard or that just kind of take the, the, the song aspect for granted. Like, I, I think you put a lot of, not just passion into it, but you, God-given talent, the whole deal, like, you combine all that, and it's an unstoppable situation when you do put out songs like that, right? Wow, thank you. I, I, I would have to say so. If you, be, if you have the right song, great melody, great lyrics, that, that marriage of two very strong elements that speak to our souls blending together, um, it does give you a sense of pressure that you want to interpret the song properly. Like, I, I think of the greats. I, I listen to um, the music that my mom introduced me to years ago. So you're talking about the mm -hmm. Donnie Hathaways and Stevie Wonders and Aretha Franklins and people who had their own very definite style, but at the same time understood how to interpret a lyric. And they understood even where the spaces and the breaths make a difference. Whitney Houston was amazing with that. Was when Absolutely. She was singing. She knew where to stop for a minute to tell the story and not just to show you that, you know, I've got a great voice. I'm going to do every run and everything that I've learned over there. I'm going to growl this part out and everything so that you can hear how great my voice sounds. Mm -hmm. No, it was really about how do I use my instrument to interpret the lyric and make this come to life. So uh, that's what I hope I can do with every song. And, and and you have done that. I mean, throughout your career and still continue uh, to this day. I feel personally, as a fan, first, like you know, it, you, wow. you you don't sound even though you have you have studied the greats and you have taken a lot of what they brought to the table and molded and shaped it into your own. You don't sound like mm -hmm. them. So my oh. question to you is. Mr. Lattimore, sir, is when it comes to this evolution of music and the creativity of it, because you don't sound like the greats. You sound like yourself, and that builds your legacy. What what happened to the creativity nowadays? Where'd it go? I think it went away uh, to some degree. I mean, it still exists. We, we still Absolutely. have amazing things that are coming up. But in terms of us hearing it commercially, I think it has to do with uh, what commercial radio has been allowed to play with corporations owning and controlling the music. Uh, mm -hmm. That's why I love that the fact that you have your your uh, your your venue, I guess you'd call it, or or this particular um, area having Block Talk Radio and things like that gives you the opportunity to control what you really want to hear or what you want to go out to the people, as opposed to someone saying this is what you have to do to fit into right. our brand. So nothing against, you know, corporate radio uh, in general. Uh, I think that there is a method to the madness, and people are making money, and they're having success, and information hopefully is still uh, getting transmitted through the airways that will help people and inspire people and all. But um, we used to have what regional, we used to call, call it regional uh, radio. Mm -hmm. That is, is, to me now, Block Talk Radio is the new regional radio where you can talk about what's happening right in your community, and it doesn't right. have to be watered down or shifted to something else. But when that happens, then there's a compromise that begins because now we have to fit into whatever that other brand is. And a lot of times the corporations, I think, wanted you to sound like other people. I, I was 
uh, working on my third CD and uh, was really asked to be a sophisticated R. Kelly uh, <laughs> from my label and from okay. some of the producers and people that I was with. That's, that's what they really wanted because they, they felt like, hey, he's selling a lot of records right now. And it was, there was this duplicating, cloning kind of thing that was going on that I could never fit into anyway because then you lose the authenticity of the artist and people can see that. I think people Absolutely. can people hear phoniness. I don't care if you're talking, if you're on television, if you're in front of the world, you can only keep up an act mm -hmm. for uh, a certain amount of time and then the truth is going to be revealed. And uh, one thing I always feared in doing music was being fake. <laughs> right, if, if, right. If, I, if there was anything, because I don't really fear much of anything, but if I could say that I feared anything, it was being inauthentic and fake and that people could just see straight through it like, what are you, what are you trying to do, you know? And um, I agree. that's one of the reasons why I, I had to stand a lot of criticism, just like um, a lot of my, my fellow uh, comrades in the music industry. You, you, you just have to withstand the years of, of criticism until you, you become in, if you will. Right. But, 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 Kenny, my thing is this, though. When, when you know, of course, people are going to have their critics. I mean, they like they sound sure. or they're, you know, I guess in some ways, uh, you know, not prejudiced towards the sound, but they're, they're, they're more, you know, they, they're, they're fixed on who they like, how they like it, and why they like it. So, my, I mean, right. if, you, if, you have a, if you have a voice like yours and if you have songs that will, will, will stand the test of time, people can play, you know, a lot of your records back. 20, 30, 40, 50 years and still cool. Mm -hmm. Like, like who, who, in the, who in their right mind, man, is going to say, hey, you know what, I got a problem with Kenny Lattimore's music. Like, who's really going to say that, though, you know, for real? You'd be surprised because everybody is in a different place in their living experience, in their process huh? of life. So sometimes it's not even about me personally not liking Kenny Lattimore or whoever mm -hmm. else because they don't know, most people don't know me. Um, they may know some of the music or they may know something about me. They don't know me personally to, uh, to have an art or attack. But, um, but people prefer what they prefer, and that's okay. I think that's what no makes doubt. the world completely diverse and, and, and a wonderful place to live in. But, um, you know, it's funny. I always tell young people when they ask me, oh, what, what advice would you give? I say, still be yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you're out marketing and distributing music or whatever your brand is, don't ever try to chase anybody else's brand because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to, to chase somebody else's brand. When you have something that people will like, but what you have to do is find those people that want your brand, period. Mm -hmm. If you find those people, you're going to have success. Do you do you find that there is uh, there should be I guess I should say more responsibility in the lyrics that is uh, put forth? I'm not talking about hip hop because I, I think that's always mm -hmm. been a tug of war situation, but more so um, you know R and B soul just for the simple fact that um, you know we do have a, a lot of your songs and Luther and Whitney and and you know so many so many greats that it did leave something to the imagination when it came to, you know, love songs or even songs where, you know, you're, you're, you're bawling, crying, breakup songs, all that good stuff. So, mm -hmm. I mean, but when you have it now, because a lot of the fan base was like, you know what, I'll, I'll take Kenny Lattimore's music over some of these one-night-stand uh, one type of songs any day of the week. Mm -hmm. So um, when, you, when you have people that say that, what, what is your response to it? 
Um, I appreciate it, and my response really is, oh, I've connected to that person that wants my music. <laughs> no That's doubt. the perfect statement to hear that is then I know I've connected to one of my people that's going to be with me probably to the, forever, you know, mm -hmm. until I'm gone. And uh, because they get what my purpose is, uh, I think that what happens also with artists is we come out and we try to fit into things because it's about money and business. Right. And the music industry is heavily about that. But at the same time, I, I've been very conscious not to lose who I truly am mm -hmm. and what my purpose is. And when I think about uh, my brand, I believe that my, my musical purpose was to, to sing to the hearts of women and to the minds of men, to encourage them in love. Right. It may, what that might mean is it may encourage them to love one another. It may be sexual at times. It may be about arguments and trying to figure each other out. It may be about loving God and, and how do we bring God and, and spirituality into our lives mm -hmm. to enhance our lives. All of that is what my brand is about. So um, I just try to stay true to that. Do you, do you <laughs> and you, you just made me think of something too, uh, Kenny, like <laughs> I, I just feel like to me, and of course I've said it, like weddings, um, you know, there's a lot of connections on a spiritual moment, too. But also, I mean, you help usher in a whole lot of babies, too, man. Let's just go ahead and keep that real as well. So, I mean, you know, you could be you could be called Dr. Lattimore, uh, Dr. Lattimore, MD, uh, whatever you want to call it. Like, I mean, you know, it, and to me, what, what I wanted to say to saying that is the fact that a lot of what you do is universal, but you do connect. And to me, I think that's what music is for, right? I think we shouldn't have Absolutely. shortcuts when it comes to music, right? Absolutely. And everybody, you know, if, if you're an artist and your brand is more sexual or your brand is more inspirational or what have you, um, I still would say be true to that because when I listen to um, certain artists they're very con who are consistent in their area, they're going to win mm -hmm. because they're consistent. And, they're, again, they're being true to themselves. Uh, I came from gospel music. Right. And I came from, you know, when I started doing my career, I wanted to be like B.B. and C.C. Winans. I never intended on being uh, a love person, sex symbol, R&B, male, <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever, all the things that come along with that. I never right. really had that intention. Uh, and I remember people asking me, and I know they was, oh, man, I got so much criticism about that, too. Why is he this reluctant sex symbol and all sorts of stuff? Because... It's interesting when people want to be you, mm -hmm. and they want what you have, and they covet that. Um, you have to, you know, I think in wisdom, be very careful because the type of advice you get and the type of reaction that you get from people is is based on fantasy, and it's right. based on what they think they would do if they had your platform. But again, coming from singing the gospel and wanting my grandmother to be proud of me and my mom and knowing what the standard was that was set for my life, it was very different. It wasn't the general music industry standard. So uh, for me to sleep in peace at night and know that I had done what I was supposed to do with the gift that God gave me um, mm -hmm. came forth that music from that, from that first CD. It was really my idealistic view of love. The second right. CD was about things that I thought that men should say that we don't always say. The third CD was really just me beginning to explore uh, more contemporary sounds. Then I went on the fourth CD back to traditional things when I did Timeless for Verb. And what you're going to be experiencing at Yoshi's um, coming up this weekend is 
the contemporary sound again, where mm -hmm. Kenny Lattimore fits into 2014, 15, 16, 17. And um, you're going to hear some contemporary R&B, but you're also going to hear me crossing genres from 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 that to Frank Sinatra. You know, I'm, I'm going to okay. do a little bit, not not a whole okay. lot, but a little bit of jazz because there's some interest in me uh, doing some big band stuff like Nat King Cole. And what people don't know, and I will talk about, is that when I first started taking voice lessons at 12 years old, mm -hmm. that was the type of music that I sang. And the vocal instructor was really smart because she knew that I wanted to do popular music and she didn't want to train me super classical at 12 because gotcha. sometimes you can get stuck in certain techniques. I was able to do classical music a little bit later on and uh, balance it all so that I never lost the style of my voice, if you will. But okay. um, but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll talk about a little of that. I'm trying to be as transparent and revealing about some of the history <laughs> as I cross these genres so that people don't get too confused because um, well, it's been a long time. I think people know who I am. The people that have followed me already know who I am, so I'm not trying to convince anybody that I'm something different or new as much as I want to have fun with music again. And, and I, I feel like you've earned you, you've earned that. that you've earned that that right. I mean, you know, you've Thank you. you you've kind of you you put yourself out there, and, and and let's just keep it the way it is. Like, I mean, you've earned that. Like everything that you've done in this industry, man. Like you, I mean, not just the tours, the albums, the the interviews, this, that, and the other. I mean, you have every right to you know tap into something and make it energetic, make it fun. And and Mr. Kenny Lattimore will be available at Yoshi's on April 25th, which is tomorrow and Saturday. 26, you can go ahead and go on his website, which is KennyLattimore.com. You can check the tour dates. You can get your tickets there if you're in the Bay Area. You can also hit him up on Twitter, which is active. Kenny Lattimore is active. Yeah, he Kenny is the Lattimore. real guy. He doesn't. He doesn't have his. Uh, he doesn't have his PR people work his Twitter. He is actually on it. So you know you can follow him on Twitter at Kenny Lattimore. And um, a couple of quick questions before um, I let sure. you go. When it. Um, when it comes to what's in store for you, and you, you've kind of already talked about just some of the things that you are gearing up your fan base to listen to when you come to Yoshi's uh, in a couple, you know, tomorrow. Um, what's in store for you? What, what's 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 on you know, your horizon, uh, sir? With, with the crossing of genres and just experimenting, it, it's funny when I started recording again after I did Timeless. One of the things that we did were focus groups. And we allowed people to listen to my demos. I don't know if any artist ever allows their fans to listen to their demos. <laughs> but I, I had people listen to the demos, and I asked them, do you think this is worthy of me really recording and finishing and, and um, the whole presentation coming to fruition? That's kind of what we're going to do with some of the songs right. and some of the music. Uh, it, I'm going to just be vulnerable to the fans, and we'll just see what they think. But um, so what's in store for me is uh, just continuing to challenge myself. You know, right now I'm in that stage where life is wonderful. A lot of things are now settled in my life where uh, I can really focus and get back to the music where when things were uh, kind of going a little haywire, uh -huh. uh, I just remain quiet. I try to, to just be quiet in moments when things are kind of crazy and try to hear from God, you know, what what should I do next, as opposed to me just going out doing something silly or saying right. anything silly. 
And uh, so I feel like now things are coming where I can get back to what I love the most, and that is this music. And it feels right, huh? Just you know, when when you when you can sit back and and and, and let God take over, um, it, and and He gives you direction, and you go ahead and just knock out those directions that He's given. It's a good feeling, right? Yeah, it is. You you do feel like, and I appreciate everything that you said. I'm really humbled by uh, your comments. Um, I I feel like um, I I have earned a right to a degree. I agree. To do what I want to do. Um, and really everyone should feel like they're in that position. Um, but particularly because there's been uh, a lot of years that have passed and, and, um, and I've just tried to remain consistent in that I don't feel like I have anything to prove. That's probably okay. the, best, the best way to say it. I don't really feel like, oh, God, I've got to get out there and I've got to just accept that I have to be consistent for my fans Absolutely. because it's still the fans that that allow my brand to, to grow and, and be alive uh, because it's that conversation again. And if you're not speaking the right language, it's almost like me deciding I'm going to do a, a, an album in another language to my fans. And they're like, what language is that? And it may not translate, you know. Uh, so I still got to keep them the fans, number one, um, so, that, so that I can make sure that our conversation is effective and powerful, you know. No doubt, no so, doubt. Now I feel, I feel yeah, like this, when you, when, when you have uh, created a legacy and, you know, everything you do going forward is just adding on to the legacy and just by you saying, staying consistent, uh, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, just, and just keeping that energy flowing, I mean, you, you, you yeah. can never go wrong with what you do with your career. I, I think Absolutely. people should take it not just in career but also in life, too. In That's life, how you live it. Everything. And, to, and try to do what you do with excellence because, I mean, God gives us his breath. We're not here very long. We're just so not. Um, I agree. And for, the, for every year that we have and every opportunity that we have to spend in the presence of another soul, another person, uh, it, I think it's just an, an important moment. Uh, when I go out, one of the prayers that I have every time when we get ready to hit the stage is that um, I don't take it for granted that anybody's in the house, particularly people that spend their money to come and see me. That's like, mm-hmm. like wow, somebody somebody spent their, her, their hard-earned money in, in these crazy economic times to come and see me and spend a few hours or maybe even just one hour how can I impact that where it was worth it for them? Indeed. Oh, man, Indeed. it's powerful. It's a very powerful thing. I'm, I'm just very grateful and very humbled by the opportunity to be a recording artist in this, this day and time. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing you perform on Saturday, but Mr. Lattimore will be there on Friday. So, people, if you're yeah. in the Bay Area, Yoshi's, make sure you go ahead and um, show that love two, two nights if you can. I mean, you know, you get this man two yeah. shows. A show a night, right? A show a night. Every show will be different, too. That's the other thing. Is, uh, it, the, the audience really makes the show different every time because when you're intimate and they can talk back and yell out songs they know. And, and, and my, my fans that have been to my shows know that sometimes there will be a little break somewhere mm-hmm. and somebody will yell out a song that I probably haven't sung in 10 years or something. But if I can remember any of it, I will give it to them because it's so much fun. That's a part of the whole conversation is 
this is what your Kenny Lattimore moment and your Kenny Lattimore memory is, then let's talk about it. Let's share that. Why is it significant? What's happening? Oh man, that's what that's what makes every night really special. And if you and if you ladies and gentlemen out there want the Kenny Lattimore experience, make sure you go ahead and check out his website, KennyLattimore.com. Check out tour dates. Be able to go ahead and purchase that ticket for Yoshi's two nights to shows Thanks. per night make sure you go ahead and do it one more question before we let you go yes sir you know you know how we talk about singing and you know and and, and basically it's, it's it's your life everything that that is singing is what you do but i know kenny Lattimore has some other things in his spare time that's not related to singing that he does so if you could mm-hmm. tell the listeners out there what is one thing that <laughs> you do that's not related to singing like if you collect man. stamps uh you plant flowers trees what like what what do you do man Man, I have to say it would be nice if I could just put a hobby in there, but you know what? I'm really consumed with being a great father, and I always okay. have. Since the birth of my son, I've been consumed with it, and he is um, such a brilliant child and a brilliant experience to to wake up daily and communicate with him and see his growth, and he's running track and field. And All right he's, now. Um, you know, brilliant academically advanced and going into – uh, middle school, and it's a, so I'm one of those parents that's consumed with, okay, let me do the research, let me find the best places for him to, to go to school, <laughs> let me find the right. I'm totally that dude, which I know a lot of times it's the women that that, that does that, but it's me on the, on this, and on hey. the dad who's out there like, Ugh. you know. Hey, Kenny, from, a, from a father to a son, I am a father to a daughter, so trust oh. me, I oh, know beautiful, exactly right? what yeah. you're doing. I am so proactive in finding the best mm-hmm. whatever I can just whatever. so I can be able to have it have it done. Exactly. So yeah. I know it. Okay, so okay, fine. Singing and, and being a parent, that's that's being, your highlight. Being a parent because but, I'm, I'm teaching my son to be a thinker. I'm like, you gotta be a thinker, man. And right. um and it is consuming. But other than that, um I love environments. I I come from an architectural background as well, so okay. um uh, I'm, I'm a person that, that loves scenery. So I, I take nice drives and, and take in scenery. I love um, architecture still. So whether it's residential architecture, design, um, art, uh, there are places in, in art galleries. and different. You, you may find me like wandering a lot of different places. I try to just take in the whole human experience and what you know life is, is, is completely about. Um, do you draw? Up, do you draw up some of those uh, business skyscrapers, Kenny? You you, you do all that stuff too, or <laughs> more in the residential for me? I, I don't okay. do skyscrapers, but I will buy <laughs> magazines. You know, I was really fascinated by the new uh, tower in New York, the Freedom Tower, oh, and you know all okay. the different sections and the and functions and how you know what is this all about? What you know? How is this going to really benefit the people? What's going to be better about this particular uh, technology that they're using? And I, I get into all that. I enjoy it. Okay. Well, see that. See, you know what? I just found out something about you I didn't even know, man. See that? That is that is what's up. So that that is that's a beautiful thing. Hey, and I'm looking forward to seeing you and shaking your hand on Saturday. But also, people Absolutely. out there that will be going Friday, two shows Friday night. Make sure you go ahead and go check them out. And Saturday as well, two shows as well. You know, you know, it's a blessing, man. It's been a while, and I and I definitely want to thank you for just continuing your legacy, man, and and just thank know you. that you've uh, you you've done a lot for my motivation before we even <laughs> cross paths. So you know, it's, it's definitely it. a blessing to be able to have you on. Hey, I appreciate you even having me, uh, allowing me to expose the shows and my music. It wouldn't happen without you, brother.
and your website and everything else I could possibly do. Yeah, like, hey, it's, team, it's, team, it's Team Kenny Lattimore over here, man. That's what we do on this station, man, all day. I, love, I appreciate <laughs> hey, it. Bless you, man. I'll see you, on, I'll see you on Saturday. Cool. All right. Take care. God bless. All right. Same here. That is the extraordinary right. Kenny Lattimore right here on the Legacy Showcase.